there's nothing wrong with therapy. I look at therapy nothing. like 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 how you go to the doctor and get a physical for mm -hmm. your physical. Mental therapy is a checkup for your mind. <laughs> Miami on the Rocks, Casey Chops. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at MIA on the Rocks. Follow us on YouTube, Miami on the Rocks. Please make sure you hit that subscribe button. Today's guest, Brooke Morrison, how are you? Good, how you doing? How you feeling? I'm good. I feel like it's been raining like 40 days and 40 nights. Yeah, here. which is my thing. I like it a really? lot. You yeah. came in here like, I love it. I do. I feel yeah. it. I feel calmer. Like I just, Serene. I don't know. I, I thrive, I think in cloudy weather. Like actually, like I used to, I lived in LA for three years and mm -hmm. obviously LA is like sunny 24 seven. Like right. it's just like every single day, except for like maybe a few days out of the year. Right. It's sunny. It just, just is like, there's no difference. And so I used to get pissed. I used to get upset that it was sunny every really? day. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, see, I'm the opposite. I think I'll go crazy. Like if I lived in New York or somewhere gloomy like that where it's gray. I don't know. I think I grew up in St. Louis. So that's. How is it over there? I mean, it, four seasons. It's, okay. it's you know, normal, I guess you could say. Like yeah. it's where you would get everything. So right. it's kind of like, I don't know. You get like six months of winter out of the year. So it kind of, okay. I don't know. I, I guess I got used to it. Yeah. So you went know. from. Because you, you, you did radio, correct? Mm -hmm. That's where, you know, I heard of you. Mm -hmm. And can you talk about your story? Like where that, you, so it starts in St. Louis. Yes. Uh, starts in St. Louis, born and raised. Um, I went to Mizzou, so University of Missouri. Okay. Uh, and then as soon as I got into Mizzou, I actually entered in as like a clarinet performance major for like three weeks. You play the clarinet? I did. Yes. For oh, like 10 years. That's dope. I've never met a I clarinet can... player. <laughs> We're everywhere. Believe me. Like, yeah. I'm sure you know some of them. They just don't talk about it. Okay. But uh, I played for 10 years. It, I'm sure if I picked one up today, I could play too. But mm -hmm. I realized I hated music theory. Like, I love music. Mm -hmm hate music theory and mm -hmm. so that's when i realized like i would follow that dream of i had always wanted to be an mtv vj but like by the time that i was old enough they had disappeared they don't exist anymore yeah. trl had been canceled like nobody mm -hmm. was doing it so um went to like got into the mass comm school like communication and studied mass media and then got a multi multicultural minor and i was there for obviously four years until 2015 but every summer in college, I had an internship at a radio station somewhere. So like the first two summers, it was Clear Channel in St. Louis. Mm -hmm. So, you know, would live at my parents' house and then just like do radio street team stuff, you mm -hmm. know, blah, blah, blah. And then um, between my junior and senior year of college, I got an internship at Power 106 in LA. Really? Yeah, because my brother already lived out there. So I went and I slept on his couch for wow. three months and um, interned at Power. And then from there, like, you know, graduated, got a part-time job at iHeart in LA and I was there for almost three years. So how did you know you wanted to do radio? Was it like, was it the LA Power 106 vibe that you were like, wow, this is what I really want to do? You know do? what's interesting is like, while that was fun, I was ready for that to be over when it was over. Really? Yes. I mean, like I actually kind of, I ended that internship myself. I was like, oh, school's starting again. And I like, I was like, okay, you know, like I'm gonna go back to Mizzou now. And I think I was also like just excited to get back and just do my last year of college. But mm. for some reason, like I knew power wasn't for me, mm. but other avenues in radio were. Why do you say that? I don't know. Like it was just a feeling. I've always had gut feelings about was things. Was it LA? It was, L yeah, I loved LA. Mm -hmm. Like 
I loved LA. Everything about it was so cool to me, but it was just, I don't know. They're, they're different. I mean, it, and it's nothing wrong. It's just, there are different um, vibes and environments at different right. radio stations. Sometimes you fit, sometimes you don't. Gotcha. Um, but with power is like really cool to experience everything and, you know, hang out with the DJs there. And obviously mm -hmm. like power is a heritage station in LA. So it's like, mm -hmm. it has a name. Like people know power one Oh six. That's where big boys neighborhood started. Exactly. So I felt that when mm -hmm. I was there, you know, like I felt like, I was a part of something bigger, mm -hmm. but, um, I don't know. I just knew I, I, whenever I got to iHeart, it was kind of like, this is dope. Was Jimmy like, Steele there at that time? You were there? He was. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. 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 He actually turned me down for a job. He said I had no personality. He told you that? Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> no, I've had, I've had people like that. I've looked up to my whole life. Yeah. Tell me, Oh, he's missing something. Oh and yeah. It's like, see? it's yeah. like, I learned that even your idols, right? Not every one of your idols are gonna like you. you no. Know what I'm oh my God, so, never. So I don't take it personal. At first, it no. was like a a stab to the heart, you yeah. know. But yeah. So well, what's funny is like that. Jimmy told me that one day, and then the next day, I had a, an interview with Doc Winner at Real ninety two three in LA, who is still my mentor. I'm actually using his, him as a reference for like whatever job I get next. That's awesome. And then had a job or had an interview with John Ivy the same day who mm -hmm. is PD of kiss FM and like, um, top 40 brand coordinator. Mm -hmm. And, um, doc didn't even hire me, even though doc was like, I would love to hire you. We just don't have anything available. John right. Ivy was the one who hired me. Wow. The day after Jimmy Steele had said that. So you never know. Wow. Yeah. And then Jimmy Steele's not even a power one Oh six. So no. it's crazy how everyone just plays musical chairs and you don't even know like where you're going to end up. Yeah. You know I, I mean? mean, definitely, especially with this year, but right. yeah. So you go from St. Louis to LA, then, yes. then you go, you're in LA for three months. For then, three years after, like when oh. I had finally gotten, like three months was my internship mm. and then went back to college, finished college, graduated, mm -hmm. then, uh, went back to LA whenever John Ivy hired me. So I was working as like a part-time board op slash, you know, uh, like whatever they call them now. On KISS? Uh, yeah, KISS FM, okay. Real 923, Alt 987. Oh, when they dope, hire dope. you as a board op, it's for the cluster. Yeah. Yeah. So I was gotcha. like just doing whatever they wanted me to do. Dope. And then how does Miami happen? Uh, so... After almost three years in LA, being part-time um, and kind of like struggling my way through that, you know, sleeping on floors and couches and all kinds of other stuff and being broke, mm -hmm. I, I, my dream had always been I wanted to be a full-time personality in LA, mm -hmm. but I guess no one at that point had seen um, anything in me that would, you know, warrant that position, you know, to go mm -hmm. to me in any way. So for me, I was like, okay, so what do I have to do now? You know, like, where right. do I have to go? Send me somewhere, you know, I'm ready. Right. Like, you know, I was 25. I had no, yeah, I had just turned 25. And, um, they said there was a job opening in Charlotte, North Carolina. Cause I had already been on air in like KGGI in Riverside. And I was on air in St. Louis. I was tracking for St. Louis, which is my hometown, and, um, from LA, from the LA Heart station. Mm -hmm. And mm. I was producing for Nina Chantel on real 92, three. So still under doc and AO's umbrella. Mm -hmm. Um, but I knew it wasn't, and none of it was mine. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. none of it was like my show, yeah. my, you know, building my brand or facts. anything. So, um, they were hiring in Charlotte, North Carolina and John Ivy said it was a good idea for me to take that full-time position. Mm -hmm. So I went to Charlotte and I lived in Charlotte for a year and a half, but was incredibly depressed the city was not for me, which happens a lot. I mean, they try to send you away to come back, but there, there's no, there's never any promise that they're going to bring you back to that bigger market. So you're kind of like going out on a limb and taking right. that chance. And I just realized it wasn't worth it mm -hmm. to kind of sit in Charlotte 
mm-hmm. like that. Um, and thankfully, right around the time when I was like, mm, you know, I might just go back and live in LA and do something else. Mm-hmm. This job became available in Miami. And AJ, my boss there, who AJ is amazing. Like, you know, I'm so glad that when I was in Charlotte, I at least had AJ as a boss. He's Mm -hmm. an amazing PD and I wish I could still work for him. Mm -hmm. But um, he was one who was like, there's a position open in Miami. Go apply for it. Mm. And I was like, oh, okay. So I ended up getting this job from Charlotte. So, you know, out there for a year and a half. And I've been here for a year and two months. Mm -hmm. And yeah. How do you feel about it? (laughs) Being here? Yeah. Uh, be honest i mean it's not as bad as charlotte no no definitely not as <laughs> i feel like it would have been a different experience if the pandemic hadn't happened you know because mm. uh, i never got to really experience the good parts of people living here because mm. it, like you know all this happened right after the super bowl and then right before music week would have happened so right. i never got to experience any of the festivals here i never got to experience like you know music week like all those parties mm. and everything so i think the best miami guys <laughs> or you experienced them already i will yeah i mean like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah no <laughs> a lot of, of ways say it's not for them yeah no it's, <laughs> miami guys are interesting i haven't had luck but mm. I mean, mm. it, it's not to say that it, it's not good because I feel right. like every city has their thing. And like, you know, there are some right. people that thrive here and that's dope. But like mm-hmm. for me, like it, it's just, um, I don't know. I had a lot of fun when I was dating in LA mm-hmm. and I, it's just a different vibe. And then like I tried to date in Charlotte. That wasn't good for me either. Mm-hmm. Tried to date here. That hasn't been great. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't think it's just because like, oh my God, Miami guys suck. Yeah. I think it's just everybody has like a different yeah. thing. I'm sure I could find somebody if it if I was here long enough. I've only yeah. been here for a year. It takes yeah. a long time to like settle I would in. assume the, su- the, the superficial, superficiality, is that a word? Superficiality? But, su- superfi- superficiality, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That like they're, they're, they're similar, right? Miami and LA. Do you kind of feel the, the, both of those vibes? You know what's weird? I feel like this is more superficial really? with the vibes. Yes, but... Uh, <laughs> That's interesting you say that because i hear different perspective different answers to that question yeah i think because in la like i said the reason why i love i love it so much you know i'm actually moving back in january um but the reason why like i enjoy dating there is like there are guys who work in many different kinds of backgrounds and it could be the entertainment industry but Mm -hmm. a lot of the time it's something like you know real estate where they're selling million dollar homes in the hills somewhere or it could be you know tech or it could be uh you know Mm. they work as a producer on a tv show or something Mm. there's just a lot more different lanes and avenues that you can be a part of in Mm. la and it it takes all walks of life like people from everywhere move to la right everywhere right and people that move to miami are mostly from like new york or other parts of florida yeah or from yeah south america or the caribbean right right right. which again it's like it's just different it's just like a different vibe it's kind of like what you're used to obviously i'm from the midwest so like that's going to be a little bit Mm -hmm. you know there are a lot of people from the midwest who move to like new york and la Mm -hmm. to like follow their dreams and do that so maybe it's just the fact that like you know i'm probably around culture shock yeah 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 did that take a while to get used to or Mm, i think by the time i moved here i was over culture shocks yeah like when I first moved to LA, I was like, whoa, everything was new and different. Everything. Mm. Like I was freaking out about how different things were because I mean, out there it's, you know, a lot of Mexicans. Right. And that was, I mean, it just blew my mind. I was like, this is so different from anything I'm used to, but I learned so much. And honestly, I, I love Mexicans. I think they're right. super positive and funny and awesome. And I right. just love to learn. And like, they would just teach me Spanish. They would like teach me how they do things, take me to Dodger games, like all kinds of other stuff. And that's like the first time I would ever say it was a culture shock mm. because LA is very 
like rooted in Mexican history. And right. it's like a very beautiful thing. Everywhere you look is like some sort of Mexican history. Right. The streets are all, you know, named after some sort of Spanish name. Or right. the, it, it's funny because there's a place called, um, well, I mean, you would say Los Feliz, mm-hmm. but it, white people have turned it into Los Feliz. And uh, I used to get really upset yeah. about that because I was like, that's I funny. know that's not how you say it. <laughs> yeah. But um, that's the only time that I really felt culture shock. When I moved to Charlotte, I was like, well, this just feels like St. Louis, Missouri, yeah. like where I'm from. Same and then thing, when I yeah. moved here, I was like, well, it's kind of more of the same. I just feel like we need in this, we need everybody to like just get that culture shock and to mix and experience other cultures. Then we could be empathetic toward each other. Oh, you know? like, for sure. And I actually got over that really fast. Uh, growing up, I had exchange students. So we had like 12 exchange students over mm-hmm. the span of like 10 years. Mm-hmm. So my, like I was introduced to different cultures super young. Like I, we mm-hmm. had, you know, an exchange for student from Chile. We had like three from Germany. We had like two from Italy. Mm-hmm. One was French. Like it, we just like got really used to it. And then I German danced and was a part of the cultural society in St. German Louis. German dance. Yeah. What is that? I, everybody has the same reaction. I have never heard of that in my life. Uh, uh, God, it's hard to explain. So, you know, okay. So there's two kinds of German dances. One that's super traditional is called Schuplattler, which is like the guys. I'm in the, half German and I have no idea what you're. <laughs> I'm mostly Polish, which is funny. I, I'm but, half German, half Polish. Oh, that's Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's wild. But no, yeah, I don't speak any Polish. Oh. Um, Okay. So have you ever been, have you been to Germany, Poland? Poland? I've been to Germany, never been to Poland. My, my, my maiden, my mom's maiden name is Rozicka, Rozicki. They whitewash that too. So you have family over there? (sighs) Not anymore. I mean, I'm sure like extended family, but like my grandpa was kind of like the last, you know, we, I mean, we still have like, you know, my mom's uncle Leo and stuff like that. And like whoever's Mm -hmm. left on that extended family side, but Mm -hmm. we don't have, not that I know of. I know of like my dad's side, you know, they have, we're actually like Jewish, mm-hmm. but we've never practiced, but like his extended family uh, practices still. Gotcha. And they're all in like Jersey and Colorado and like all kinds uh, of other stuff. So I know more dope. about that side than dope. I do about my mom's. Dope, dope. Yeah. So, <laughs> and I see you got, you, you got a pretty uh, good following on YouTube, right? Yeah. Pretty. That's weird. It's been weird. Like I it's mean, been great, but weird. You're, that's ahead of, you're ahead of the curve. I because think so. When, when did that happen? When did that start for you? Like building your YouTube channel? Did it come? Because a lot of the individual things that I've done, you know, podcasts is just one of the many examples. It comes from my frustration of radio. Mm, it, yeah. You know, and that's, so, yeah. <laughs> that's so. funny that you say that. No, literally, yeah, it was. It was because I had become, it, it's, it, I ha- I've been having a weird year because m- mm-hmm. my, okay, so the pandemic hit right around the same time that we found out my mom had terminal cancer. Mm. So I moved back to St. Louis for two years or two, two months. And I lived in St. Louis with my brother and my sister. My brother had moved back from LA and like, we all kind of just like sat with her and basically watched her pass away, you know, over the span of two months. And during that time, they had allowed me to record my show from St. Louis. So I, you know, everybody was home anyway, it was the pandemic. So everything was shut down and I was like recording from St. Louis, Missouri. Um, but just the way that I feel as if, you know, I don't know. It, it's because it, I don't want to like throw anybody out there under the bus or anything, but right. I just felt as if the support wasn't there mm. in that situation. And it was incredibly disheartening. Mm-hmm. And I think for the first time I had just lost all faith in like the um, industry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which is funny. Cause I have some amazing past bosses and mm-hmm. mentors and I mm-hmm. absolutely love them. And mm-hmm. I love them to this day. Like I said, mm-hmm. it's like doc is still, mm-hmm. you know, right. on my resume as you know, somebody, what's the word for it? Mm-hmm. 
what? reference. Right. Yeah. Um, but sometimes things don't work out the way that you want them to. I've also right. had some terrible losses, you know, right. and I'm not saying the last one that I had was terrible, but I think it was at that time where I was like, bruh, I just watched my mom die. Right. You know, it's right. a global pandemic. Everything has been canceled. Concerts, festivals, events of any kind have been canceled. No one has any idea what they're doing. I've just witnessed probably two or three mass layoffs within the company. Right. And I was like, what am I doing? I still right. live in a city that, you know, is not my first choice. And right. I did that because people keep telling me it's what you need to do in radio. You know, mm -hmm. like you go and you sacrifice your personal life, you know, mm -hmm. for the greater good of the job and all kinds of other stuff. And I was like, why? You know, like, why can't I live where I want to live? That's crazy that you say all this because I was forced with that fork in the road. Yeah. As far as, far as speaking on, we know radio is the business that it is, but yeah. sometimes I feel like, you know, offer offer that, that respect. For example, like I told you, my mom was on the air for 30 years yeah. at the same station doing middays. Right. They let her go, right. but you didn't let her sign off like properly. Oh, you yeah. didn't let her, you just, you're off the air. Like, where's the respect? Like, let her sign, do it. You know, Hot 97 did with Angie Martinez. Give her mm -hmm. a day to, to tell her listeners goodbye and, and go through memories and, and do it right you know what i'm saying like but yeah. it's like like you said like heartless but but as far as like mm -hmm. me i had that situation to where i hit a ceiling at power 96 when i was mm -hmm. here and i could have did the 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 uh what was the market i forgot it would whether it was move to vegas or mm -hmm. move to mm -hmm. to wisconsin or move and i was like okay but why am I okay? Am I going to do that for two years? I'm, right. I'm, I know I'm going to lose my mind I leave from Miami to one of these places. I'm going to lose my mind. Exactly. And then, so I, thank God I learned how to DJ while I was waiting for things to line up for me to get a full time bag on on, on radio. Yeah. And when it didn't happen, I was able to just stay in the clubs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And get money in the clubs that way. And, and I mean, that's amazing yeah. because you have something that not everybody has. And that, right. that includes connections as well, which you can. That's the thing about radio is like at this point, you you look at it as a stepping stone to something else that you want to do. Never make it your main chick in my mind. Always keep it as the side chick. Even if it's paying yeah. you main chick money, yeah. you can't, in my mind, this is my opinion, you can't treat it like a main chick because, right. because it could... They could take it from you. Oh, any, and, any, any moment. Yes. And that's one thing I've learned with yeah. this is I will never be in a position to allow someone to take something from me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Which right. is why I bring up your YouTube channel. Yeah. I know. That's you what know, we were talking about in the first life. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, but that was literally where that came from. That, that same feeling that you talk about. And honestly, mm -hmm. the same feeling that a lot of people feel because my, my closest mentor and friend in the industry, his name is DJ AO. He actually used to be Shout out, out to here. AO. I know AO. Oh, I know AO. yeah. We know <laughs> yeah. each other. Um, yeah. He, he used to be here and they moved him around too and everything. And then he eventually, you know, ended up in LA and he was, he's been the one who's told me this entire time. And also DJ Damage. They both mm -hmm. told me this because also Damage lost his job at Real 92.3 two wow. years ago, you know, but very talented dude. Again, it's like they would tell me you never want to be the person who pops off at 24 and then by the time they're 30, you don't have anything. Right. Because someone took your job. Right. You always want to be a person that's growing consistently, moving up in the world and getting mm -hmm. better and better and better. So what can you do with that tool that you've been given with radio? What can you do? To branch out and do the things that you actually want to do right so that's Ind how independently for you right right and that's how i was starting to i i think i finally for a long time i was like no you know i was like you know i mm -hmm. heard it's cool you know like mm -hmm. yeah and it still is again it's like mm -hmm. i don't know where things are going to be in the next like five years but you know it was always a dream of mine to be a full-time personality within the company and i did it mm -hmm. you know and I, I did a jingle ball like I, i'm still sad i won't get to do like a 
um, you know, one of the festivals or anything mm-hmm. like that, but who's to say when that's going to come back anyway. Yeah, right. But, you know, I, I realized I love music so much. I don't want to be told anymore what I can be passionate about and what music I can play. Mm, it's a big part of it. Yeah. So, cause it, with, I mean, obviously, I mean, it's a K-pop reaction channel that as of now, you know, my, my YouTube stuff and can you can you can you explain that and break that down to to people who don't because you're kind of what is k-pop exactly k-pop is what they consider to be the korean south korean music industry okay in general um but a lot of it you know k-pop is is kind of um it's kind of like a niche market so there you know obviously there's all korean artists ever which aren't all Mm k-pop but what's making its way over to the u.s and what's been you know making them millions and billions of dollars is what they consider to be k-pop and and bts falls under that umbrella which is the biggest group in the world right now but they've kind of transcended it a little bit so Mm -hmm. there's other groups you know blackpink they performed at coachella Mm -hmm. um it's basically korean music groups and usually they'll make pop music i was gonna say sonically how does it sound is it just like electro is it like no it's it's so there's okay so there's like but i see that's i'm gonna get happy talking yeah you're no so bts um is its own group but it took them so long to get become popular because uh they were like a small from a smaller company Mm -hmm. and but they make all kinds of different music. They actually started as a hip hop group and like a rap group. And then mm-hmm. from there just kind of like went into different lanes. So they, they have their albums, which they have a ton covers every single genre of music and every single member of BTS kind of has their own sound and their own voice. So they'll put out like solo singles and they're singing in Korean. They're saying, well, yeah, mostly, mm-hmm. mostly Korean. Uh, some of it can be in English, but I mean, you know, if you listen, if you don't understand anything in Spanish and you're still right. listening to bad bunny, like there's the, yeah. the different, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's it like, they're really, language too. of course yeah, yeah. music does, but right. I mean, they're they're They have brought so much money into the South Korean economy. Wow. Simply for existing that like that group or the genre you're the saying group. Oh, BTS itself. What makes it K-pop though? Like what? I mean, but that see, that's that's a. I mean, it, basically the fact that they're Korean. Okay, just pop sonic sounding music that's from Korea, basically. Basically, yes. Okay. But at the same time, like I said, BTS is the only group that's kind of transcended that. But for okay. the most part, other groups are still under that uh, like K-pop situation. So what got but you? Also rappers so what got, what got you into that? Like wanting to make a YouTube channel. Uh, so I discovered K-pop when I was in high school like mm-hmm. 2009 i think i discovered girls generation which is known in korea as snsd and um that's a group of like i think it was like eight or nine girls or something and back then i was like what the hell is this mm-hmm. it was like super weird and, and different obviously and kind of forgot about k-pop for a really long time and then got back into it because my sister was into it mm-hmm. um so she had been telling me about it for like six months at the time and i was like oh my god shut up you know like this stop like i don't know what you're talking about mm-hmm. uh and finally i just kind of like discovered it on my own it was right after my mom had passed away and it was kind of like you just sit around doing nothing all day right. and i'm like broadcasting from home and i was like what the hell am i doing with my life and my time and like mm-hmm. blah 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 so anyway i started to actually give it a shot and look into it and i literally fell down this rabbit hole of just like this is the dopest thing I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. It's it's 
the colors, the dancing, it's just the pure talent. And like I said, it's like, I'm a huge music nerd. So the visuals go heavy with, with the bro. Okay. Don't even get me their, their visuals for their okay. artists are much better than we have here in the States. Oh, I believe it. I'm telling you right now. It's amazing. I believe like it. it's so good. But, uh, and they have like billions of views on YouTube. Wow. Like seriously, I'm sorry. I'm going to get like really No, excited. no, no, no. You're good. But, I see um, it. I see the passion. I know. But so basically I knew that reaction videos for all artists had existed on YouTube. You mm -hmm. know, it's something you, you watch sometimes if you like, oh, wow, that Ariana Grande video was really good. Oh, wait, there's a guy who reacted to it. Let me go watch him react to it and mm -hmm. see what he thought. So for me, I was like, okay, I need to tell other people about this. I need to talk to people about K-pop. I can't not say anything. Like it got to a point where I was like, every conversation I was having was like, do you guys know who BTS is? I was like, hey, and, you know, like, do, and do you know? <laughs> but, and you're, you're, you're kind of like, you're, you're the bridge because you're an American girl. Right. So it's like, are there people that are in your niche as well from here? Yeah. That, oh that. yeah. The, uh, Raquel, the girl that I do it with, mm -hmm. she actually saw one of my, cause I was doing them solo for a while until mm -hmm. she saw them and she was like, Oh my God, I love K-pop too. Can we do this together? Mm -hmm. And so we started doing them together. And then all of a sudden we get like 200,000 views on a video, you know, 150,000 views. Was on that a the video. first one? Like 200,000? Like how long did it, no. how many videos did you put for the one to pop? Like four. Mm, okay. But it just has to be the right timing. I mean, there's definitely a formula to it. I mean, uh, you know, a lot of the time we're, we know that the videos that we put out aren't going to break 20,000, which mm -hmm. is fine. Um, most of them get at least a thousand, you mm -hmm. know, I, I don't, the, the majority of them will get at least 10. Mm -hmm. Um, I think there's like three that have like maybe five or something like but that. But as long as you're accumulating those views and that watch time, no matter how many videos you put out, right? I know. Well, that's yeah. Cause that's right now we have 3.3 3 million minutes of watch time. Wow. That's yeah. awesome. So, so it's it's cool. You, and you've it's, got some checks from YouTube then? No. No. No, because reaction, it's all copyrighted. We Ooh, don't make any money. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. No. Hmm. <laughs> so do you see yourself like transitioning into like original content or? Yeah. I mean, we've, we've definitely talked about it lately, especially since now both of us are unemployed, you know, because mm -hmm. we were both working in radio. She was working at Revolution and I was at Y100. And, uh, you know, both of us lost it during the pandemic, me just recently, and then her back in April. So she's been mm -hmm. unemployed, you know, for uh, as many radio personalities are, you know, and have been. Right. So now that we are, it kind of gives us more time to focus on it. it, gives us better, you know, we can get better with the editing, we can do more right. things that we wouldn't be able to do right. in the past. So yeah, I mean, we've definitely been talking about it. Right. I think but. I think YouTube is it's gonna make it's it's always been there right people there's yeah. always been youtubers but right now there's like a rebirth of because cable tv is going to be finished soon mm -hmm. radio terrestrial radio is going to be finished soon everybody wants something yeah. on demand right so people are creating their own little boutique yeah. networks and stuff now so youtube is like having your own channel now your own tv channel literally so it really is and i'm surprised that people just i mean that they even like watching us because i i think like i said is i just we just put it out because we just wanted to tell we just wanted to talk about it because right. with terrestrial radio i mean there's no way i mean the the radio ignores k-pop for you know i was gonna ask you they don't they, they none of those songs have crossed over to like the billboard dynamite yeah dynamite by bts but it was their only english song fully english song that they've ever dropped and so that's kind of the only reason why it was pushed by labels and everything like that and why they actually agreed to finally play bts is because it was all in english but it's it's frustrating because I know how it works. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I know they're not going to play a fully Korean song. Like I'm yeah. not, I'm not fighting that, you know, like I'm not going to sit there and be like, how dare you right. not play Korean music on, right. on radio. But I do think we well, are missing they play out. they Gundam style? Yeah. Oh yeah. That was straight Korean. They was. But I think it was more. <laughs> was that K-pop considered? It, oh, for sure. Psy, yeah. Psy oh, is like 
yes, yeah. Sai is like a major deal for Korea. But um, still, st- well, I mean, I wonder. I don't know. He's kind of like every kid who wants to be a K-pop idol knows exactly who he is and looks up to him as like somebody who, oh my God, he crossed over to America and Mm. he got this big song over there because South Korea is a small country Mm -hmm. and nobody besides Psy or BTS has been able to cross over into the American industry. So like everybody knows who Psy is and everybody wants to eventually make a song the way that he did to get that fame. It's around a, the world it's interesting how times change because you know we used to have these fights you know with spanish music yeah and now I know. spanish music is making its way to i mean it has made its way already to the general market to top right. 40 billboard and before the stations would make edits and like all right uh we're, we're only gonna put the first verse in spanish then we're gonna you know like right. when when justin bieber dropped Despacito, it was like oh my god now we can actually mm-hmm. play you know what i mean but and it's crazy how not very long ago that was exactly so i'm give it two more years and there's going to be full Spanish songs on top 40 English stations. And there should be already with bad bunny. Bad bunny is one of the biggest artists in the world right now. The new song that bad bunny just dropped Mm -hmm. is number one on the Spotify um, American charts. Right. Oh, of course. So it's, it hasn't made billboard number one, but it's made, you know, the Spotify charts already. I think, yeah. I mean, but again, it's like, I am not fully into the business side of radio. I'm definitely in radio for the side of the music and, you know, talking to listeners and talking to fandoms and things like that. That's mine. So I'm not going to sit here and say, I know exactly the right right way to move forward in this kind of industry. But at the same time, I do think that radio is missing out on being ahead of the curve. I was going to say, that's the one thing I do Mm -hmm. know is that radio is just late to everything. You know, before radio used to be the the leaders. Radio is reactive. You know, modern radio is, and to an extent, it always has been because you could, you could have always played a new song you know, in drive time radio or whatever, but Mm -hmm. you would still have to test it. And if it didn't test well, then it would never be played again. So there's still to an extent, like I said, it's like, I get it, but when people, when, 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 uh, uh, PPM dropped, Mm -hmm. that's when all that testing shit started. You know what I mean? But but before that, I know. I mean, I've heard, I've heard stories for sure, especially back in LA radio. I've heard like horrible stories too. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, I mean like, you know, the strippers and you know, Coke in the studio and things like that, but like old school radio. The days. Right. (laughs) And then of course everything's different now and FCC regulations and blah, blah, blah. So yeah. But it's just things that I can't fight. Right. So am I upset that I'm not really a part of it anymore? No. Mm-hmm. I, I just hope there's something out there where I can like literally get my hands in there, you know, where, when it comes mm-hmm. to world music and, and kind of be like ahead of that curve. I want to like, right. I want to do that. I don't really, right. I'm excited about like new opportunities, but do you see yourself going back to radio? Is, is that the goal? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Honestly. Yeah. At this point. Cause like I said, it's like, maybe I'll feel differently in a year, but I think I have lost that spark. Like mm-hmm. I've, I've lost a little bit of that passion, especially mm-hmm. after a year, like the one that's just happened. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, I don't know, because even in the past week, I, it's literally been a week since they let me go from, from Y. And I had no idea. I know. Well, that's, that's yeah. the thing. It's like, I'm trying to, well, like everybody on Facebook, everybody on Twitter, I pretty much announced it, but like right. still kind of just thinking about how I feel mm-hmm. about everything before I say things. Cause a lot of people burn bridges right. when they get let go from right. a company and I never want to do that, you right. know, but I think with, um, I don't know, like it's, I've already been offered jobs in Phoenix, mm-hmm. San Diego, Ohio, somewhere. There was like Lincoln, Nebraska, mm-hmm. Waterloo, Illinois, West Palm beach, you know, and I've turned them all down. 
So I don't know if I will want to say yes yeah. again anytime soon, unless yeah. it was a full-time position in LA. And I don't think that's going to be You want to be in available. a big city. You want to be in... I just, I, not even any big city. I want to be in Los Angeles, California. Okay. That's it. Okay. And I don't, and I don't think I should have to wait for that any yeah. longer. I, yeah. I think a lot of the time we are told in this industry that we're entitled just for having goals of our own or dreams of our own, or like, you know, wanting to build a life somewhere specific. And that's problematic for a lot of us because then we get shoved around and then we're told we're not good enough and we're told that we don't matter mm. and that we don't have value. Exactly. And uh, I don't agree. Just so. sometimes just let the wind blow you different places and see, you know what I mean? I have a mm -hmm. friend that was, that was a board op on power with me yeah. and he, they never let him on the air. Mm -hmm. And he's like, just moved to LA with nothing yeah. and figured it out. And yeah. now he's doing his own thing, making his own living and, and he's doing well for himself, you know? There's so. a lot of opportunity out there. I think people think that like, you know, you shouldn't move to LA unless you already have a job lined up or something like that, which they're there. I mean, people from LA will always say, stop coming out here and like, you know, being broke and shit. Right. But in my experience, I moved out there broke and mm -hmm. I was able to meet a crap ton of people and find a bunch of different opportunities that were of course different and weird and everything. It wasn't like a straight, Oh my God, now I'm on kiss FM in LA. Right. But I think obviously moving back there now, I feel like I'm winning already. Cause I feel like I have this massive group of people that I know and you know, who are in the industry who I'll be able to get advice from and maybe even get a right. job from at some point. So I feel like I'm, you know, ahead of the curve. The industry is, there's so many things over there that like, that's the thing about so Miami. Much. There's not a lot of, but one mm -hmm. thing about Miami right now is that, we can all agree that the music industry is in LA. Yes. But the the for the Latin music mm -hmm. industry, right. Miami is the LA. Which is great. Of, exactly. Yeah. Which is which is so, you know, there's so many I, I see, you know, I'm starting to see potential in Miami. I'm starting to yeah. see things blossom and labels are oh Sony's over here and there's things mm -hmm. that are that are, you know, opening and blossoming in LA in regards to the Latin market. So that's exciting, you know, and, and then you see Latin music is starting to spread and take over the general market and you see right. the demographics of the United States actually shifting. I think, you know, Latinos make up forty percent, almost fifty almost it's gonna be fifty percent soon. Yeah. Like, you know what no, I mean? No, it's and, massive. And that I mean, but again, it's like I am white. You right. know, so that doesn't work for me in any way, but you have to know, right. you know, where your lane is. And for me, like, I know that right. my lane isn't in right, my right, lane, right, 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 you know? So right. like, it's always that it's always like, you know, I want to well, go where I'm celebrated. Right. I feel you. Yeah. Um, it's funny you say that because I'm white. Yeah. And, but I'm married to my city. I grew up here. So right. I, I speak Spanish and I do, you know what I mean? Right. So, but that, yeah. That's so, epic. Right. Right. So I was just like, I'm from fucking Missouri, bro. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Nah, nah but yeah, I, I th no, nah, I think about going to more of like an American market sometimes if it would behoove me to do that, you mm -hmm. know, but I don't know. I think about it. I could see but, you. Yeah. I could see you killing it in LA, yeah. honestly. Yeah. Hmm. You got that kind of, like, but it's all about like where you want to go and what you want to do. And if you love yeah. here and you're born and raised here, why would you go anywhere else? I get yeah. it. Because like, if I was born and raised in LA, I wouldn't leave. If I w was born and raised in New York, probably wouldn't leave there. Mm. Same thing with Atlanta, you know, probably wouldn't leave Atlanta. Yeah. But I was not lucky enough to have been born in a massive city with right. any kind of, you know, um, cultural significance. No, nah, but I think that's, a, that's good. Because yeah. you're not married to where you live. No. You know what I mean? You're open to... Yeah. I'm just... Yeah. I think I'm done moving already, though. Yeah. I feel you on that. Yeah. I'm 27, and I just feel like I've spent my life moving. Mm -hmm. I'm tired. Mm -mm. So, did you go, Did you end up going to any clubs here? No. Literally never. Really? What, when did you move here? September. Oh, and you didn't, you didn't get a chance to see Liv or none of those places? Nope. None wow. at all. Because I thought it was all coming in the summer. 
I thought it was all coming out, like everybody was here and the events were happening and I was going to get in with AO or something like that. Wow, that yeah. would have been incredible. I know, but that, again, it's like- So you can't, damn, team. so yeah, you can't, I feel like you can't make the assessment of Miami because no. the nightlife is such a big part of Miami, you know? It is, but you know what's funny is I'm not that into nightlife. Okay, dope. Like I don't drink or anything uh, yeah, like that. So, so it's like, to me, it, you know, I've just been kind of living my right. life the way I probably would right. have anyway, you know, while right. everybody else is at the clubs, but it would have been nice to have been in the, those situations. Like right. whenever Doc and AO and everybody would come here for like their urban summit and things like mm -hmm. that, that would have been fun. You know, there's a lot of things that I feel like I was looking forward to that mm -hmm. just literally didn't happen. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, like the rest of the year just kept getting worse. So I just think it's like a, a like a, everything's meant to happen. Everything's mm -hmm. meant to be. You know, mm -hmm. fate is a real thing to me. So I just mm -hmm. think this is how things were supposed to go. Yeah. So I'm not too hurt by yeah. like missing out on like, you know, yeah. live and story and all kinds of yeah. other stuff, you know? Yeah. Cause I've been to clubs in LA, you know, like yeah. a lot of them. I know it's not the same kind of situation, but yeah, we're in a damn. And they're on crazy <laughs> lockdown in LA. It's way worse yeah. than, than over here. Well, that's what's funny. To me, it's like not worse. I actually think we should have been locked down here much longer than we were. But I mean, like, yeah, don't don't I mean, ask me about that. Because then no, we can no, get no, political. No, no, and then no, anyone... no, no. Florida, we're wilding. Oh, <laughs> it's, no, it's, it's clear. Florida, Florida, we, we're wilding. Yeah, people ask me all the time about it. They're like, what are you guys doing? And I was like, I don't know. I don't live here. It's fine. <laughs> but but, I don't, but no, you know what it is? I don't like to claim Miami as Florida either. You know what really? I mean? I don't, yeah, Miami, Miami and Broward are not part of Florida to me. Like. Mm -hmm. Florida's crazy, but I don't know. That's just my opinion. But in LA, what is it? In LA, the governor said, take, take, um, take when you're at a restaurant, mm -hmm. put your mask on in between bites. Yeah. I mean, but <laughs> I know they're, they're not doing that by the way. Yeah. My brother is a bartender in Santa Monica and they're even kind of scared that it's going to happen again. They're going to close again. Um, cause it's going to get colder and like, you can only eat outside right now. And so now they're worried that like, no one's going to want to eat outside cause it's cold. Exactly. So, and, I, yeah. and it's crazy. I just saw a meme. I don't know if you saw this, but it was like, uh, uh, you know how people are building like their own little patios outside of their restaurants yeah. so people can eat outside, mm -hmm. but now it's getting cold. So I'm seeing pictures in New York of the patio places that they built. Mm -hmm. Now they're, they're, they're putting roofs and walls yeah. and making it inside. Like a tent. Right. Yeah. So it's like, you can only eat outside but now they're making outside inside yeah. so is it even really outside anymore no no you know, it's I not even... i just i mean yeah i believe me don't ask me any questions i think if this would have been handled the right way from the beginning we wouldn't still have yeah, be we having be to do situation. all this stuff but again out yeah. of my hands nothing i can do about it yeah. no politics uh, talking about politics here in florida has been draining draining it's been a mind fuck that, that's one of the reasons why it's so hard to date here as well like i literally was on a date last weekend last week and um it, for some reason he just wouldn't let me leave until he asked me more questions about trump and i was like i feel like politics is such a terrible subject to bring up on a first date but that's why i was confused and then like we had already talked about it through dinner then we had like gone and walked somewhere then we came back and then he was like oh before you go let me ask you that and it was like a hypothetical question about trump and biden and then after five more minutes of me trying to say like i still don't agree with you like that's yeah. dope but like i still don't agree yeah. with you uh i had to tell him like listen Hey, oh my God. <laughs> I was like, I, I'm not going to agree with you. So like, yeah. if you need that, I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you, but yeah. like, have a good night. Yeah. Good luck with everything. <laughs> and then I got in the car and I left because you know I was, what it is, is that we're so split here. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're so, he obviously needed me to, I, it's not. Yeah. I mean, like you just know, like, you know, if you're not going to agree or get along, it's like, just let it go and, and then, then walk away. And then there's and, people who are like too into it. 
You that, know what I mean? Yeah. There's people who feel yeah. like they gotta they they gotta feel like they're a part of a group or something, and they feel yeah. like they're a part of something. I know. You know, like. But I say all that to say that you need both. Right. You need like dynamic opposition. You well, need, it's always yin and yang. Right. And I feel like a lot of people miss that. And the problem with you know us here is that we are very uh, self centric people. I mean, it's human nature to be self. You have a self serving bias right. anyway. But Americans are notorious for only caring about ourselves right. and the people that are directly affected by what we do, and that's facts, it. Facts. Like and we don't care about media, anybody else. Social media amplifies that. Too. Yeah, like, of course. I think social know? media is like the worst thing to ever happen. But uh, it, I, I agree. I agree. <laughs> like I don't even like. I I realize that too. I'm actually kind of happy I don't have to do it right now. Yeah. You know, like yeah. In radio you have to do it i always say like if i wasn't in the industry i would i wouldn't have instagram yeah instagram is like yeah i don't know you know what i hope we develop i hope we develop like a social media sabbath like every sunday or every monday or one day a week no one goes on social media it's not gonna happen it's gonna get worse like i feel like it's gonna be up to our generation to kind of like guide the the young generation who was who were born into an ipad like through like the anxiety and the mental health that that comes with like I don't, yeah. I mean, I'm happy that I had a childhood without it. Mm -hmm. And it makes me very sad to know that kids these days will never have that. And and I don't even know like how to, I don't, I try not to think about it because again, it makes me so sad. And like, I wish that it didn't exist. Like I, you know, I I got a notification on my phone is like last week you spent 11 hours a day on your phone. But I, the reason why, again, it's that like, me. I know, right? But it's like, Yo, now I'm props like, for like divulging your screen time. I feel like that's like asking someone their political party. Like, no, I mean, someone, but, anyway. um, no, but I mean, it's cause again, it's like, we're all trying to like make it sound like none of us spend any time on our phone right. and we're all spending in our entire lives on our phone. And we all know it's like so, an embarrassing amount of time. On it is. Phone. Embarrassing, you know, yeah. yeah. But I mean, for me, like I, I, I had just lost my job, which again, it's like, I'm actually not that upset about, but you know, like you have nothing to do all day. So where do you go and what do you do? And a lot of people are dealing with that right now because so many people are unemployed. Mm. So I don't even feel bad about it. It's like a digital pacifier, you know, of course, like I think moderation is the key to everything, It is, but it's hard. Yeah. It's hard, especially right now, because that's where people are going for entertainment. There's like no other form of entertainment. You can't go out. You can't do anything. No, it's. I'm hyped. The new PlayStation comes out in like two days. So I think they're going to, yo, there's a filter on Instagram. I don't know if you saw it that everyone's put, there's a filter on Instagram that you yeah. aim it and it will show the PlayStation five. Like if you got it. So my sister's like, are you kidding? My sister took a picture like on her dresser with the filter of the PlayStation. She's like, look what I got for you. And I like was like, oh shit, it's lit. And she's like, haha, it's a filter. I don't know. Oh have that my shit. God. I'm like, Damn. Your sister's mean. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty. What's your sign? Capricorn. Oh, okay why okay. i don't know what's yours uh <laughs> you Scorp- said i don't know scorpio Squ- i don't, I don't yeah. know what that means yeah me either i'm not too into astrology <laughs> i just like there's certain signs i know to like watch out for for me like aquarius like i can't oh yeah that's know, right after me uh capricorns yeah. are known for being dicks it just i've had that my last three girlfriends have been aquarius i don't know what it is about god sending me aqua aquarii that might be the well, plural but anyway i mean maybe that's what you're drawn to why would that be a bad thing are, are they all like because bad they end up out. being bad people it just hasn't ended up like no, not working out. I don't know. I they're been too adventurous for me. Too adventurous. They're too. They're, they're, they're too. They, they want to go on an adventure every single day. Mm. I don't know. Just the woman, you know, like oh, interesting. They've called me boring. You know, oh. mm, you know, and I don't think I'm boring. Yeah, but I just I think mean, I'm more. I definitely know I'm boring. I'm okay yeah. with it though. Like that's yeah. what I mean. Is like I unless I'm like going to work at a festival concert event. Like if unless it's in something like that where mm-hmm. I feel like I'm benefiting from it in some way, mm-hmm. I'm not going. 
I'm not spending money on it. I'm not doing it. Do you so. feel like people like us who are, you know, that, that do what we do as far as, you know, in the industry and we mm-hmm. have to use our personality, would you consider yourself an introvert or an extrovert? Introvert. Oh, when you're not working, right? Because we're paid to be extroverts. Yeah. I mean, it, uh, it's hard to say. There are a lot of very talented, introverted media personalities and artists. Really? But I feel like 1,000%. You, while, while, you, while you're working, mm-hmm. you have to turn it on. You have to be extroverted while well, you're... Here's the thing. Think about people like John Mayer and Charlie Puth and things like that, right? Mm-hmm. Incredibly talented, almost genius level artists like right. not only are they smart in everything else but also they could pull a song out of their ass in five minutes and right. all of a sudden it makes it number one right. and then you have john who is just like he shreds on the guitar and everything like anything that you put in front of them they're going to master mm-hmm. they're type a introverted personalities mm-hmm. but you get them on stage and mm-hmm. they perform in front of millions of people mm-hmm. and all of a sudden they're these just geniuses that like it creative juices just flowing yeah. out of them but that's what i'm saying is like the majority of people who entertain are not entertaining because we need attention like a, lo- a lot of us are in the industry because we're trying to prove something to ourselves we're trying to mm-hmm. prove to other people that we're worth it but mostly because when we were kids and shit like that we were the kids reading in the corner or doing some weird shit or playing mm-hmm. with rocks or like you know mm-hmm. maybe not that cute or something right. like that you know same with ryan seacrest ryan was like you know a bigger kid right. and things like that so we're all trying to prove to ourselves that we're worthy right. in some way but most of us are going to be introverts so you consider yourself one of those type a introverted personalities yeah do you deal with any like mental health? Like, do you deal with anxiety? Me too. Yep. You d- you anxiety with- and depression. Yeah. And I'm I'm on medication for it, which mm. I have no problem talking about because I think the majority of people do deal with, right. it, especially right now. I mean, depression is normal. Right. right. Like you should you. I mean, it's normal. It's part of life, I think. Yeah. You just need to know the tools to, so you don't tip over the edge. Well, you know exactly. I mean? You know, a lot of people who are like serial killers are just people that needed help. Right. And I'll stand by that until right. the day I die. You know what right. I mean? It's like you, a lot of people who are assholes, a lot of people who like to punch on other people, you know, people who have problems like that or people who just don't know how to work through their feelings or told them they're not allowed to. I tell people this all the time. If you get, you know, cut off or you get triggered and you get angry, like, mm-hmm. like think about what that person is going through, what, why they did what they did. Right. And, it, and, it, and it like relieves that, that visceral feeling that you have yeah. or that anger that you have for somebody, you know? Of course. Like, I think everybody has like a should like, but take responsibility and right. go get help if they need it. You know, like, right. you know, you being a dick is not there's my nothing problem. Wrong with, there's nothing wrong with therapy. I look at therapy nothing. like 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 how you go to the doctor and get a physical for mm-hmm. your physical. Mental therapy is a checkup for your mind. Right. Like you should be, you know, I in mean, my definitely. opinion. And, and, I, and, you know, I've said this too, like, this is just a theory that I have, mm-hmm. but like, you know, me being a DJ, you know, I've DJed on, on, in arenas, I've DJed in clubs where it's a thousand people screaming to, to what you're saying. I feel like my highs are so high mm-hmm. that it's just, you know, physics that my lows are going to be super low. You Bro, know what I mean? Yeah. AO told me that too, especially when I was living in Charlotte, um, because I was, freaking depressed i had never Mm -hmm. been that depressed in my life i was just like why am i waking up every day there's nothing here Mm -hmm. i don't like relate to anyone here this doesn't make any sense i just moved from la working Mm -hmm. market number two with Mm -hmm. real 92.3 and like you know being around rappers and celebrities every single day going Mm -hmm. to charlotte north carolina and i was like what the fuck did i just do Mm -hmm. and he was like that's what this is super high highs and really low lows right and people if you work in the industry that's all this career is going to be. 
You're going to have that day where you're on stage in front of thousands of people, you know, introducing Fetty Wap. And then you have the day where you're at home watching Netflix because you're single and you don't have anyone to talk to. Right. And, and that's your life. Right. And I, and I feel like that's why a lot of people that have, you know, these type A personalities, they, they get addicted to things like drugs and things yeah. like because they're chasing that high. Right. Whether, you know, you think about obviously me, I pale in comparison to someone obviously like Justin. Think of people like Justin Bieber who are who they, it's like almost like a godlike complex. Mm. You're, you're in arenas with that. And right. then getting off that stage to, 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 to get that high again, you're chasing that high. And a lot of people can't. They yeah. have to get that through medication Something. and through other things, you know, and I know it's. It's really, and it's like, I'm going to bring up K-pop again, but BTS is actually like, they were about to go on a world tour, like mm -hmm. when, but literally right before all this happened, they were about to go mm -hmm. on a world tour. And like somebody in the group has even said, you know, like, I want to get back out there. Cause I feel like now I'm just aging, you know, like I feel like we're all just mm. running out of time. Like, you know, I think he just turned 25 and he already thinks himself as being old, which we all do once after we right. hit 21, we're like, Oh my God, we're fucking old, right. which is not true. Um, mm. but you know, I, I think a lot of us also run into that. It's like, we need it now we need to you know like there we can't if we wait on something it's just going to get farther and farther away right. from us like we have to just kind of like right. get everything all at once and that is a struggle that a lot of us have in this career but i i feel like we're all chasing that right and it, it during a time when like we literally can't get it like mm -hmm. we just literally nobody can go on yeah. tour nobody can go to a show nobody can do anything like where do we go and what do we do yeah so a lot of us are struggling with it on multiple levels and always mm -hmm. will be honestly right. you know what until you, the day we what die you, what do you tell people you know that that are dealing with depression or what tools have you you know what kind of mm -hmm. toolkit have you cultivated to kind of like get you through certain depressive episodes or anxiety what, what would you say to someone going through that i would say having great people around you is first but mm -hmm. i will also say that you can't rely on others to make you feel better so while a, a solid support system is important um it's not going to be everything nor should it be everything therapy definitely i mean and i'm talking about like even if you think like because i know a lot of cultures still think that therapy is for crazies mm -hmm. and i'm telling you right now like you will be better off your family will be better off and everything if you just go seek professional help and that's mm -hmm. not a bad thing if anything i have had the best conversations of my life with therapists mm -hmm. and i still talk to one and obviously you know during my mom passing away it was grief therapy for mm -hmm. a long time and i don't know how i would have been able to get through that without it um, but now it's, you know, somebody who I found through that grief therapy, somebody who I'm going to keep around forever. And it's literally through something called the better help app. So it's on my phone. And since I move around the country so much, it's been hard to hold on to a therapist in every new city that I go to, mm -hmm. especially without insurance. Mm -hmm. And better help is one of those things where I can literally pull my phone out and FaceTime my therapist. I was going to ask you, is, does therapy still feel like therapy when it's over the phone? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're yeah. still having conversation. I mean, right. it's up to you. You can, because uh, I can text her whenever I want to. Mm. She'll respond at like 9 p.m. You know, mm. I'll be like, oh my God, I'm not feeling great. And she'll be like, well, what's up? You know, something like that. But again, it's mm -hmm. like, you're not going to find, always find a therapist that's down for something like that. I was lucky. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, it, you can do phone calls, you can do FaceTiming, you can do texting. It's up to you and what you feel comfortable with. But during a global pandemic, you know, and probably somebody who might be a little bit scared of meeting somebody random, you know, it's, mm -hmm. it's something that, I think has been incredibly helpful and I think can help a lot of people who are new to therapy. And I highly recommend a lot of people check it out and see what it's That's about. Dope. What's the app called again for the people? Better help. Better help. Yeah. Okay. Search that in your app. You're, you're <laughs> in the app. Um, yeah. The one thing I could recommend, if I had to just recommend one thing to people going through this and, and, and it, can, it ke literally keeps me sane mm. is exercise. Mm. That's the one yeah. thing that if, if I had, if I had to recommend anything to anyone, it's 
sweat every day. Yeah. Find a way to sweat every day and get that out because basically, you know, anxiety is just built up energy. It's anxiety is built up misplaced energy that right. you don't know where to place it. So you, you have to, you know, whether we don't have a job right now and we have we, we can't place it in our career, you have to place it and exert it somewhere. So right. I would just recommend to people sweat every day, whether you just do jumping jacks in your house, squats, or you go to the gym, or you go for a run, you go on, hop on a bike, whatever you have to do, just sweat and release that energy. Mm -hmm. and, and you know, that, that'll help subside the anxiety, in my opinion. You, you know? know what else works what? for me? That like my therapist like kind of gave me the okay with, cause like mm -hmm. a lot of us feel horrible spending money every day and you just literally picked it up. Uh, I buy a coffee every day. Every morning, it's how I start my day. And it's always how, like for the past year, it's how I started my day. And it's given me a sense of normalcy, mm -hmm. especially after, you know, mom passing away. It was one of those things where it's like, if it's not hurting anyone and mm -hmm. you're not literally, you know, gambling your life savings mm -hmm. away or anything like that. If you have something every single day, like buying yourself a coffee that keeps you grounded you're saying and, something as far as like a routine? Yeah, a routine. Oh. But again, it's like it's still it's just a small form of treating yourself. And it's not mm. anything like, you know, again, it's like it's not like you're going out and like spending five hundred dollars on a jacket every single day. Right. But it's literally, you know, for me, you know, four dollars a day. Mm -hmm. And it's something that keeps me sane. It's something that keeps me grounded, That's something dope. that keeps me feeling like I'm doing something. Yeah. And it's, it's just, it makes me feel as if I've started my day the right way. So as she's even said, you know, like, I know it's, you're spending money and a lot of people are going to say, well, look at these fucking millennials who are spending money on avocado toast and their yeah, lattes yeah, every yeah. single day. But, um, th there's literally nothing wrong with it. So if you have something that's the same way, if you like to get a bagel or something, mm. or if you like your coffee, you want to buy a coffee machine, make it at home, but you use it like a fancy vanilla extra. I don't know if you have right. something where it's like little treat yourself. Like, I don't know mm. if I deserve this, but you do deserve it. Mm -hmm. You should be able to spend your money on the things that you want to spend your money on mm. because you worked for that. Facts. And that has helped me every single day because I used to feel really bad about money. Like I used to feel really... Like even spending something small like $3. Yeah, because I was broke for so long. Oh, yeah. So you know what it's like both sides of the coin. Definitely. I used wow. to feel bad about going to Taco Bell. Like, wow. And Taco Bell's cheap as fuck. Yeah. So like I have had to work past that too like and it's something it's actually been very therapeutic for me to be able to say you know what i work my ass off for this four for this cheesy latte. gordita crunch yeah Yo, <laughs> like, <laughs> to, but to me it's like that works for me and it might work for you too so maybe That's like dope. give it a shot but you know it could be something else like working out have you ever tried uh meditation I have, but have not been able to master it, nor do I really want to. I don't gotcha. know. It's never really been something to me that has been like necessary or like that I wanted to master, gotcha. but uh, I know it works for a lot of people. Yeah. That's, so. that's another, if I had to think of number two, mm -hmm. it would be at least just five, 10 minutes of, of meditation. Yeah. It helps you, you know, like for, for, for me, you know, getting, you know, la I'll, I'll have problems like ruminating on thoughts. Right. It's hard Same. for me to let go of thoughts. Right. So what meditation does is, is when you meditate, and you just focus on one thing, whether it's your breath, your mind is going to wander in all those different places, which it's fine. It's supposed to. Mm -hmm. But when you notice that your mind has wandered and you bring it back to your breath, that's the, the mental bicep curl for, for your mind. So right. it teaches you to, to when you're ruminating on something, oh, catch it. I'm ruminating and bring yourself back to, you know what I mean? Yeah. So for that's sure. one thing that's definitely helped me. Yeah. Um, I got Brooke Morrison here. Please uh, tell people where they can follow you, your social media. Uh, Instagram at I am Brooke Morrison. And then Twitter is on Airbrooke. Okay. Tell us. <laughs> so what, what's with, with the, with the K-pop uh, game? Like who do we got to search for? You said, <laughs> give us like the top three things to search for, for K-pop. Mm. 
because mm-hmm. I I've heard K-pop for so long. Yeah, man. Uh, and, and and I never it's knew common. what it was. Because it's common for us. Um, so K-pop. Okay, so it, it depends on what you're interested in. K-pop also has rap too, um, but uh, I mean it's just rap in Korean. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? A bunch of epic stuff. If you like to watch reaction videos, you could start there because watching other people react to music kind of like gives you a reason to become invested in it. I think that's dope. And that's what I mean. It's like whenever I would see reaction videos, I'd be like, wow. So there's something about this that's I, catching people's attention. Damn, wow. I don't know if I want to do that though. I don't know you if don't I have to do it. I don't know if I want to have someone interpret the art for me before I can interpret it. I get you. Know you. I, mean? I get you. Hold on. You can also look at these are just like ways to get into it. If you're still like, what the fuck? Or if you've seen a video and you're like, I still don't get it. Um, you could watch dance practices. All these groups do dance practices. They're all flawless dancers and the intricate of them dancing to their own music is fucking dope. I'm just saying it's, mm-hmm. it's amazing. There's that. But I mean, you could also just start with a, a playlist like Spotify has playlists for uh, K-pop. I mean, you know, Apple, Pandora, things like that. They all have K-pop playlists, which I listen to them every mm-hmm. single day because oh. music comes out constantly. It's always evolving. Do you it's like crazy. that? Do you like that? I feel like it's too fast. Like a song is like a meme now to me. Mm, it, it's like, no. It, it's, it, mm. it, so here's what's different about the k-pop industry they theme every single comeback quote unquote um it's all so conceptually different and well thought out and done that every single song has a different concept it has like a different vibe outfits um you know that they'll probably you know beat it like a dead horse basically for mm-hmm. like oh, a month and then they'll come out so, with a new song so songs will last We'll, oh, li- yeah. we'll live for a summer we'll oh my live. god i like i can't tell you how many we just reacted to three new songs and they're songs that i will probably listen to for the next two or three months and but a brand oh. new one from Taman just dropped yesterday there's okay. a new one from kai dropping tomorrow like there it, it's definitely it comes fast and if you don't like it just don't listen to it again but there that's why it's so addicting mm-hmm. because there's something for everyone and mm. there's so many groups that are giving you content and again it's like they're making gajillions of dollars doing this like wow. it's not even affecting like how fast it is because right you know they say like oh music is oversaturated now blah blah mm-hmm. blah they have perfected the way a to cycle, actually a, a cycle, cycle to, to keep it and, and that's, the way to make music and that's one of the well, that was that i can't even talk that was <laughs> one of the great things about radio is it kind of yeah. regulated the cycle of music mm. like everyone had to move at radio's pace kind of but you know what sucks about that you can still see it happening today. So Blackpink dropped a song with Cardi B. Mm-hmm. They have since pushed that and they're not going to take it to radio anymore because Billie Eilish decided that she wanted to drop a song. So now Interscope is focusing on Billie and mm. they're not going to push Blackpink and Cardi. So mm. that is a problem that we have in the US industry. Mm. Labels will completely trash one group because of the popularity of another. Not or, to say that Billy doesn't deserve it. Or just put it off to the side, right? Or they, but we'll or put it off to the, I mean, but that means, you know, of course they're gonna put it off already. to the side. It's out already. Oh, see, that's a problem. But at the end of the day, it's still, you know, you're putting a Billie Eilish record, which again, I, I stand Billy. Like, mm-hmm. uh, please play some Billie Eilish. Fuck mm-hmm. it, I'm, I fucking love her. Um, you know, they're gonna play her for something that they know is going to get those ratings. And then they're gonna put off a newer group who might eventually actually outshine Billie, but no one's gonna it's give them that chance. for them to know. Right. It's not yeah. tested for them. And now it's not going to be tested. Wow. So they already said, well, fuck that. And yeah. then we're going to move over here. So. Okay. So, so give me your top five artists right now. And it could be K-pop. It could be regular. Mm. Any artist, top five. Mm. Oh my God. I don't know. <sighs> it's hard for me to say because I have like a. They don't have to be in an order. 
I know. Just... I, I mean, I will say Billie Eilish for sure. Okay. Um, God, it's hard for me because I'm always going to put Paramore slash Haley Williams at the top of my list. That's fine. That's fine. Would I you... know, but it's like, you know, she hasn't, you know, I, Pedals for Armor came out, I think, last year. But um, I just think Haley is one of the best voices of our time and she does not get enough shine. I think she's fucking epic. Uh, fuck. It's going to be hard because they definitely will probably a lot of them be K-pop. I would say BTS is definitely on that list as well. Okay. But just the global impact that they've had, you can't ignore them. Okay. You can't say no to them. Um, I, I would say Kendrick Lamar. Okay. Is also in that, in like if it, we were doing like an all time list. We need some new music from him. We do. I mean, it's coming. Yeah. Yeah. Him it's and coming Cole. like February. Yeah. I don't know about cool, but I know that Kendrick's people were about saying to drop fourth something. quarter, but now people are saying first no, quarter. No, I think it's I think it's February twenty twenty one. I I have my sources. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, right. well I'll ask no questions. Uh but God, who would be number five? It's like I would want to say stray kids, but they're like newer for me. Like they're like really new to the fact it's you know, I can't I, I don't really stand them yet. Mm-hmm. I'm almost there. But mm, stand them. I would I would put like Stray Kids twice and Blackpink and Itzy. Those are all K-pop groups all in like the okay. same. I'm about to search all of these you by should. the way cuz you're like speaking Korean literally like speaking Korean <laughs> to me like No, you actually really should. they're they're great artists. I'm going to tell yeah. you that right now. Um I have a playlist if you want it. Yeah, you um, send, you can have to send that over. Mm, and then probably if we were going all time as well, it might be someone like Fall Out Boy or something like that, but just because they had such an impact on my music tastes as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. And then they like kind of shaped it as yeah. time went on. But like, I'm, I'm a huge fan of like Avenged Sevenfold, Rage Against the Machine. Like my brother got me into all those. He would listen to Tool a lot, but I've, I've never really caught on to the Tool wave. Um, I don't know. That'd be really hard. Yeah. That'd be really hard for me. I mean, you gave, you gave us five already. Khalid. So. Oh, he's dope. Khalid. Underrated for sure. He's dope. Oh my God. Oh my God. But the thing is, he's one of those artists, you know, I look at him like, he's one of those artists that have billboard top hits, mm-hmm. but I don't think have a strong enough core to be able to tour and sell out shows. He has, they're just them. smaller venues. Right. Because I've seen him live. Um, when, I, when I think of people like, for example, you know, like Jason Derulo has mm-hmm. had top billboard hits, smashes, yeah, 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 yeah. weeks on weeks, months, but... He doesn't have a strong enough core to be no. able to tour. But then you have artists that have never had a top 10, but yeah. have a huge core that can tour. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause I, excuse me. I would also say like Miguel, oh, Miguel yeah. for me is a top artist. Um, yeah. But Khalid is like very, like his last album uh, is insane. And I mm-hmm. still listen to it all the way through. I know every mm-hmm. single song. And that's he's one of the only artists I've ever put on an album, listened all the way through. Loved it immediately and have played ever since. Wow. Like Khalid is one of the only artists I've ever done that for. And I will be a fan of him forever. Like I'm, I'm a fan of him as a human being as well, which is why I stand Billie Eilish the way that I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I know that she's much younger than me, you know, like mm-hmm. almost 10 years younger than me, but still like she is the most epic human being. She was raised right. How old is she? 18. Wow. Yeah. She is. Damn. Why, I, why didn't I, why didn't I think she was older than that? She no. is. She is. Wow, for someone who's so young, she's someone like I would consider like a trendsetter. Oh, like for style, sure. like Bruh. who yes. that young, you know, you know, is an American trendsetter like that, that young. 
No, yeah, you know, nobody. I mean, Justin Bieber probably the last one. Nobody, but, but okay, but Bieber wasn't even a trend. Like Bieber wasn't. When you looked at Bieber, you didn't think art. You just thought of like a cute kid yeah. who could who could who right. has good music. But mm -hmm. you look at this girl; she looks like art. She looks like she does. her style from everything about her yeah. is unique. You know I was I, mean? I was here for Halloween last year, and I actually like spent a shit ton of money on that because mm -hmm. I was like, if I'm gonna do Billy, I'm gonna do it the right way, yeah. and I want it to look high end and like just the way that she is. But that's what she inspires me. She inspires me to be exactly who the fuck i am which honestly right. last year i was struggling with a lot um when i first came here because i got it was like the fourth or fifth time i've moved in my life and i was mm -hmm. like what am i doing and she really helped me like you know if something is unconventional that doesn't mean it's stupid or mm -hmm. it doesn't mean it's like you know not right for you or something if anything it might make you more of who you are right. and that's what's going to make you dope and so right. she was the person who honestly if i wouldn't have discovered billy and fallen in love with her the way that i had um, I probably wouldn't have been open-minded enough to really hop into K-pop either. Mm. So I would benefit her, you know, okay. with that as well. That's dope. Yeah. So I, it, I think her fan base are amazing people. And usually I'll fall in love with an artist if I like their fan base as well, because that, mm -hmm. that mirrors like who they are. Right. Which is one of the reasons why I love, you know, BTS and the BTS army so much because they're all amazing people. They've been nothing but a support system to me, mm -hmm. you know, which is insane. Mm -hmm. um, but Billy's fans are the same way. So, and Khalid's how, how too. Do you, how do you go about filming the reaction videos though? Do you, you literally just set up a camera, you with your homegirl and you, you play the song and you just... Mm -hmm critique it or you give your opinions on it right after yeah i mean it's for us we just chime in whenever we feel like it but yeah oh, okay. i mean like i film on my iphone mm -hmm. and that's it that's the only camera that we actually use and that's it's all you need really i know it really is 4k now it no for real yeah. uh so i use my i use that and then yeah we watch it on my laptop mm -hmm. and then uh, like screen record it as mm -hmm. we're watching it and then film us as well and so then at the end of the, all of it you know we have the audio separately the camera separately and then you know the the screen record separately and i edit them all together in iMovie and tends to turn out pretty well i was going to say during your your, your radio tension did you like learn audition and learn how to do commercials and any editing any producing yes i can use audition obviously like next gen and everything like that box pro like mm -hmm. all, all the you know in studio editing software i can use pretty well um but i don't know i never got i don't like using adobe interfaces i don't mm. i think they make them very complicated for no reason like that's why i choose to edit on imovie gotcha i think that it, it just makes things a little bit cleaner gotcha um i think you need a whole degree to figure out how to like you know do some of the other adobe stuff audition is fine but again mm -hmm. it's like i would rather use vox pro than adobe something that's more simplified yeah more vox simplified pro. I used to be like I said, I Box Pro Olympics. I used to be crazy. <laughs> but again, I'm I'm not into tech, so I feel like people who are more into tech Gosh. are gonna love shit like that, and that's dope. But like for me, it's like I'm actually about the creative, you know, like final product Got person. You. you know, like how can I make this the best that I can without having to, you know, go too far in depth and trying to learn how to. You know, do you remember MySpace? Of course. You had to create a whole page by HTML coding. Like we all knew how yeah. to code. And for MySpace, some random reason. MySpace put pressure on you. You had to select your top eight friends and I display know. them publicly. Like what I type know. of social media? It was really, yeah. It was beef. Like I'm a little older than you. I'm yeah. a couple years older than you. So like, it was like back then it was like, if you were missing a friend on that top eight, like there was hostility. Oh, like, I, yeah, I know. I was yeah. in middle school. So yeah. like it, it was worse for us because we were all like, oh my God, like what the fuck? You know, like yeah. we were all just like really stupid little bitches, honestly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> middle school sucked. But uh, no, I, I think that like, yeah, for me, I can use all the software, but I would rather use like just iMovie That's or Vox Pro. Or, yeah. But yeah. I mean, the, the videos still look great. That's what's great about iMovie is they've actually made it so 
good Mm -hmm. and while it is simpler like it actually looks professionally done somebody like the other day was like oh my god how you know how do you edit that on iMovie it looks so good and I was like you know you figure it out yeah there are other things you can use to make it look 10 times better it doesn't matter what you choose to edit with right it's about what you put in but again a lot of people are snobby they think that like you have to use a specific kind of editing software to get it to look perfect like i edit a lot of my pictures on apps on my phone and everybody else is using like what is it uh photoshop Photoshop yeah i still can't i've i've even looked up youtube tutorials on how to do photoshop and i still can't do it wow i edit my stuff on canva lightroom after effects like things like that in my phone like that's like but those are adobe things right no uh, uh, after effects is adobe isn't oh it? it's an app sorry oh, there's also okay. an app oh, okay. <laughs> there, there's also airbrush so, i use that too so how many okay i might have to look into that one how many it's on, really good. how many on, yeah I, I don't trust any pictures anymore on especially yeah. if you look at if you look at girls i don't trust any picture against a solid color wall because i know i know women are editing their 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 hips they're they're reshaping their Mm. hips i mean their waist they're making their hips wider their the angles like i it's nasty out here i can't trust pictures fellas yeah i will say i edit like i'll smooth my face out a little bit Mm -hmm. but that's because i've dealt with acne over the past like couple of years but when you do it it, it's it's the people that don't like don't realize that they're excessive with it you gotta be subtle you you know know what what i'll show you okay you tell me if i do a good editing job hold on I, I feel like if you don't realize one. it, then it's good, right? Like, I feel like yeah. if you can, that's how you know you did a good job. If it's subtle, I you showed, don't realize it. I showed somebody this picture, though, before and after, and they were like, I liked it better before. And I was like, what? Um, Damn. Hold on. So it was... Okay, so this one's unedited. This is the one I just posted. And then hold on, I'll show you the one okay. that's edited. Wait, let me look at the lines. Okay. Okay. So there's that. And then... Edited. Yeah, I don't notice. But see, that's yeah, it's yeah. fine. I feel like if you would have took like your cheek line right here and it was no. smooth and it was like like Botox, then I'd be <laughs> like, fam, you, you were on the, the this a little too much. No. And you know what's funny is like, I know that's why I leave it in. Exactly. Like that's because that's my literally my face. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like you like it's because I can edit that out if I wanted to. But the, I don't. It, not even that it's an imperfection, but it's like people have to learn to like embrace like your imperfections. Yeah. Like they see kim kardashian but that's millions of dollars worth of surgery like and you're comparing yourself but that's to- what we think that men want now because mm. all men are going to look at kim k and be like damn or like kylie jenner and say the same thing they're so not, that's i disagree i know i get you but i'm just saying like they're, the they're definitely that, the men that you the men that you want mm-hmm. don't think that the men that you don't want think that yeah if that makes sense yeah, yeah, yeah. i could see that because yeah, men who it. want something real they want something real See, you can't, you can't, everything about you physically can't be fake. And then you can't expect people to think that your personality is real. I get what you're saying. I mean, I, I think, okay, we hope that that's true. Right. You know what I mean? Like that's, I, I would hope that that is true. I can't say for certain. Cause right. again, it's like, I like, I don't know. Like I, I don't have to do much editing on my picture. So I never right. had to like be the kind of person to walk out and like know that like my pictures aren't what I look like. I mean, right. I, I would always hope that I've always wondered, like, do I actually look like my pictures? I still don't really know. Right. I hope I do, but right. you know, like it's not that much. So I, I can't imagine how somebody would feel if they feel the need to like super right. edit their stuff. Finally, they get somebody's attention and then, you know, have to actually go meet them in person. Like, yeah. I, you know, I, I feel like they're, that yeah. sucks, I'm you know, catfish. I'm, I, I call, I'm hatfish. I call You're myself, a hatfish. Yeah. yeah. It just, it just sucks. Like it almost see, it almost feels like, especially the young, it's like 
women feel like they have to like be sports illustrated models and they feel like yeah. they have to they have to lead with bathing suit picks all the time and they f mm. to fit in with that you know what i mean it's yeah. it's sad to me like yeah uh, i mean i will say like it is kind of interesting coming to miami and realizing everybody's just out here naked i was gonna say did you i, I was gonna did you feel that more and i did no and i okay so i will say yes i mean it's obviously hotter here so everybody's wearing less right. like i get that you know what i mean i'm not gonna sit here and say oh my god everybody out here is like naked you know right. what i mean because like uh, it's hot yeah. like even me wearing this i'm like fuck like it's hot yeah you, you get know? out the shower and then you're sweating as soon as you go yes. outside yeah. so i that's another reason why i miss la i cannot wait to wear pants again holy mm. fuck pants and sweaters yeah. I'm so excited because then you can actually, like, if you do gain a little bit of weight in the winter, you can hide that. Here, you can't hide that shit unless you want to be like, why are you out in a sweater in, like, 80 degree weather? Which is why I tell people fat, because Miami doesn't really have fashion here. Like, no, oh, they know, don't. New York, LA, you could layer up. You That's could, crazy. They don't. You could layer up. Yeah. But, but what I tell people here is the fashion in Miami is your physique. It is. No, it is. You know what I mean? It that's, is because you have to be naked. Right. Whether you're a female, I male, like, one. yeah, so... I do like, you know, I, I, that's one thing about Miami that's because uh, New York has seasons. L.A. has seasons for mm -hmm. the most part. And you could layer up. That's how you get dope with the fashion and yeah. can experiment with different outfits and stuff I like that. It. Yeah, I, <laughs> I miss it. Like I have so many like I have like a duster jacket that I can't wait to wear. I have like a pea coat that I can't wait to wear. I was about to get rid of some of my sweaters and I was like, no, these are fucking cute. Someday I'm going to wear my sweaters again. You know, yeah. like so I, I like <laughs> I have boots that are super cute, like, you know, buckled silver, like. Yeah, but you, 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 I mean, I don't know if you noticed it when you got here, but like December, January, February here, you could get, you could get it off. You could get, you know, like, mm -hmm. it's still, it hits forties here. 50s. Um, it's not the same. It's not the same because it's like fall fashion is much better than winter fashion. Like what sucks about that is like, it gets, it gets from like. 80 to like 40 like you have yeah. no like 60 degree days or like anything yeah. like that where you can kind of like you know walk outside and just hang out and chill it's crazy and like because, because in miami <laughs> i say that like like in the winter mm -hmm. we get all the seasons in one day when you wake up it's winter yeah when you get to when you get to you know uh noon it's it's spring right when you get to 3 p.m it's summer mm -hmm. and when you get to like 7 p.m it's fall right that's, you know, what I would say about I Miami, know. which again, it's like, it's fine. I, I would never like, I hope nobody ever takes it as me like hating mm -hmm. on Miami because I don't like, you know, right. Ayo was the one who told me to live in Brickell because he loved it. He was yeah. like, oh my God, it's such a vibe. You got to, you know, go out and live there. I was there for mm -hmm. three years. I loved it. And so I was really excited to come here. It's just, mm -hmm. you know, obviously things right, right. didn't work out the way that any of us thought it would right. work out, you know, so back to the pressures of, 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 I want to talk about, you know, like you said, like people are more naked here did you feel like that pressure in la though like because there's influencers in la right there's it seems yeah. like all the women over there even are in bathing suits too it's but like it's weird because la is not it like there's a beach there's a beach there, but for the most part, especially people in the industry, like they're never there. Like they're yeah. never at the beach. Like uh, maybe some celebrities who have a pool are going to be hanging out by the pool. Mm -hmm. Influencers. Yeah. They're going to try to go to like the Roosevelt and hang out by their pool. But mm -hmm. I mean, for the most part, unless you're at like a day party or something like that, like it really is a lot more laid back. Like everybody's just kind of like dressed in whatever, like unless you're going somewhere and trying to look cute. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I would say like a lot of girls pull off that whole like hanging out, you know, like vibe more than anything i actually look up to like Ariel vandenberg for fashion i think okay. she's epic put me on educate me i don't know who that is uh she was a viner um okay. she was actually she's always been like a model and actress but then she got big on vine and now she's still on like tiktok but like she's in la 
she's in LA okay. and she actually ended up like getting engaged to another guy who got big on Vine. Oh. Have you ever seen um, the guy who- Vine love story, that's awesome. I know, right? Um, have you ever seen like the emo thing? There's like a, a, like a Viner slash TikToker. His name is Matt Cutchell and he'll do like, you know, feeling emo today and he'll wear like the black and the okay. nail polish. No, he'll no. like sing like My Chemical Romance somewhere. No. Like, no. Okay, well that's him. Okay. And then Ariel and him got engaged uh. and they lived together and everything. But she is like literally so cool to me and she is what i would like whenever i think of like la style she's mm -hmm. what i think about i'm gonna show you yeah put me on because it's very okay so maybe those those assumptions that i have of women just feeling pressured is only a miami thing to be in a bikini maybe yeah. i don't know like i don't know what it is that i it I just think... seems like every it seems like most women when i click on their profile when i click on their ig it's like just bikini pick after bikini pick after bikini pick and yeah it's like, i can see that um, well here's her dressed up but that's like never i mean that's regular. That's not. That's when she she's the host for Love Island. Oh, okay. Um, God, hold on. Uh, huh. I don't know. It's just very like, oh my god, I'm hanging okay. out. It's California. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. She's sure. hilarious though. She's like Jim Carrey in woman form. <laughs> like literally, you you need to watch her. I love her. Wow, send me so her much. profile so I can follow her. No, I will. I just, oh my god. Yeah, she's chill. I love her. I just it's love important. Her so much. I feel like it's important to have like, like, it's important to have a, a, a you know to dress up and be able to know how to dress up. But mm -hmm. it's important to have a cool, bummy, sporty look too. That's part of like that's half of it's fashion. Like my whole life. Yeah, yeah. You know, to get it off, like get your whether it's gym See, clothes or what. I don't do heels. Mm. I cannot wear heels. Even when you have to go to nope. like say an award show or something. I mean, it, God, if I really feel like I have to, mm. I'll wear them. Mm -hmm. I'll bring a change of shoes with me. Gotcha. Hate them. I have a very arched foot. They're very painful. Mm. And if I don't have to wear them, I will not. So mm. also that's another thing about like Miami. I know people, women here love wearing heels and like yeah. love going to the clubs and heels and all kinds of other stuff. And that's what the men want too. They want their girls in some high heels and like whatever, but it's not me. It's never been me. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. So that's more again, like my LA side as Got well. Got you. Got you. Yeah. Very so. sneakers and sporty slides. And yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Brooke Morrison, I appreciate you pulling up. Great conversation. Yay. Tell everybody. Thanks for having me. Of course. Tell everybody where they can follow you again. So they At I am Brooke Morrison on IG and on Airbrook on Twitter. Dope. There it is. Bomb. <laughs>